0: Hey Jeff. Hey Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Well, actually, let me me temper that. Yeah. I want to be completely transparent with everybody out there who listens to our podcast. I'm almost pretty good (laughs) because I've been dealing with a cough. Well, how is the cough doing? Cough is doing great. Me, on the other hand, I'm doing almost pretty good. Almost pretty good. I just want to be... Clear with everybody. (laughs) I would never want to break that sort of uh, bond of trust that we have with the people who listen to our podcast week in and week out. Yeah, well, that's why this week we asked you out there, our listeners. This is a really good transition. I think so. To submit some questions that we could answer here during the intro of this very podcast. And I'm assuming that we got a couple. We got. A bunch. All right. Oh, a bunch. Yeah. Again, I want to be (laughs) completely transparent. We don't just have a couple of questions to answer. We're not going to get to all of them on here. There's a lot of questions. I will respond to them on Twitter. But uh, we're going to get to... We can get to. A bunch of them. Yeah. Well, what's the first of the bunch? All right. First question comes in from New Face. Shout out to New Face. That's our guy down in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. He is the hip hop collector. Yes. He collects all the hip hop merch. I don't know that he's bought a mug from us. You know what? That would that would be the the capstone to his collection. Yeah, I don't know that, that um I'm not saying he has to. You think a mean mug can go in TI's trap museum? Yes. I think so too. Yeah. I think it can come right next to the pink house and the pink <laughs> car. That'd be great. Yeah. Anyway. Enough stalling. <laughs> What's his question? His question is, what's an episode that ran longer than expected, and one that was seemingly too short, and you need a part two? Okay, so these are two different questions. Yeah, first one's easy. uh, An episode that lasted longer than we expected, Mouse Jones. Mouse Jones is the two-part episode that we have, Yeah, and it's not like we set out to do a two-part episode, but when somebody has a three-hour story... He has a very compelling life. You know, and the first part ends with him trafficking guns or whatever. What what if we... Allegedly. Allegedly. What, oh my god, what did I say? What if we what if we were just like, yeah, that's good enough. Like, let's uh try this again another time. Yeah. The the epi- I leave it as a cliffhanger? Yeah. Yeah. We've done a lot of episodes, and I would say that there's a bunch that I wish were, were longer, or we would you know, open the door to have them come back whenever they want. Action Bronson is one, Swiss Beats is another, Common is one, John Legend's another. DJ Caseley. Oh, Caseley can come back whenever he wants. I think there's a certain when you feel in inep- Marcia St. Hubert, when you feel like you are really, really in the zone with a person, mm-hmm. as opposed to zone with the Pizza Hut. Yeah, maybe I'm specifically talking about Swiss beats mm-hmm. zone, zone, zone. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you're in a zone with someone, you just want the conversation to go forever and you feel like you're like landing, you know, acrobatic jumps or something like that. Yeah. Any of those guests are welcome back. Guapdad 4000, there's a chemistry there like clearly like we could I just I would say Vet Noel Shore. Great episode, we could talk forever with her. I would her. say Michael Dappa. That was Man's a fun Not one. Hot. Yeah. Um, Jordan Klepper. Great, great guest. Yeah, um, there's a bunch. There's a lot. You know, the door is really open to all of them, and we look forward to making those episodes happen. Why? Okay, this comes in from Jay Smitty82. Shout out to him. Who says, Why does Jeff think he can beat up Looch? Chic Looch. Well, Jeff, why do you? Well, because it's true. Well, actually, we were walking home the other day from the ASAP Ferg listening at the Tiffany store mm-hmm. on Fifth Avenue. And that's an extraneous detail, but yes, we were shout walking. out to Ferg, shout out to his whole team, shout out to uh his album called Floor Seats coming soon. Mm-hmm. We were walking home. Yeah. From Tiffany's. Yeah, here's the story. Did I mention that? Yeah. We were in Tiffany's. It's it's We didn't buy anything. They didn't give us anything that right. we us in we, the story. We stole things. Yeah, we stole things. <laughs> we ran into Sheik on the upper west side. We were walking by, and Jeff just goes, Oh shit. Yeah. Sheik Looch. And Sheik turned around and said, I thought you were gonna jump me. <laughs> so why do you, why do you think that you can beat up Sheik Looch? Because you can. Exactly. Believe in yourself. <laughs> the element of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Actually, you wanna know what? I could beat up Sheik if I had a running start. Um Also, I've been in the gym for the past three days. That's the other reason. Yeah. I'm like a really good gym guy now. That's right. That's what they call it. that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> Really good gym guys. Question comes in from Ray Rodriguez. Shout out to Ray, Jacksonville, Florida. Well, yeah, as opposed to the other Ray Rodriguez. There, yeah, that's funny. There are two Ray Rodriguezes, And we shouted out, you know, just Ray Rodriguez, but two different Ray Rodriguez's took credit for it. But so I, don't, I don't want to take it away from the other Ray Rodriguez. We're not going to say which one is which. <laughs> you just did. All right. Anyway, one of the Rays. Yes. Uh, said why does james dolan hate us well that's a great question i'm gonna say because you deserve it <laughs> all right the next question comes in from goom wait i deserve it or no. the collective yeah, Nick anybody fans who's a Nick deserve it? deserves it goom <clears throat> where do you see it's the real in five years uh tv film music books i guess everything we're doing now but bigger Is that that, that fair to say? Yeah. Great. Next question comes in from C Shack 314, who says, how long does it take to come up with those aliases? The AKAs. The AKAs. I mean, it depends, right? Sometimes it's just like real quick. Sometimes it is a struggle. Sometimes it ends up right before a guest comes over. And uh, if anybody doesn't know, for the last 10 years, we've been doing these AKAs and we have never repeated in AKA. Well, not on this podcast. No. When we when we guest on someone else's podcast yeah, or we'll when someone them. runs into us on the street and puts their phone up to get us on Instagram, yeah, then it's just like, I don't know, man. This is this then, is not my job right now. Yeah. Then, like, hey, I'm off the clock. <laughs> AKA. Yeah. When Sheik Looch is like, hey, do an AKA real quick. It's like, let me just grab one from the list. Yeah. I always do the same three, though. Which are which are yo? What up? It's Jeff, aka Shoot a Boy in Blue, aka Papa, Papa Smurf. Smurf, right? Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Gimme Little Head, aka Zika, Zika virus. virus, yeah. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Player of the Year, aka Uchiwali Uchi Zerbiak. Zerbiak. Wow. Those are those this are pretty like, great. This is like a Funk Flex freestyle <laughs> yeah. where it's like obviously oh, yeah. <laughs> pre-written and you chime in. That's always so great because the 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 guy who's rapping is there, mm-hmm. but his friends are there too, mm-hmm. and they all know the lyrics. Yeah, and it's just like. Guys, we know. Yeah, we know. Question comes in from Jess Verdi in London, who says, right. does Lloyd Banks still hate you? I don't think so, but you <laughs> never know, because we did reach out to have him on the podcast and he didn't respond. <laughs> Happy 15th anniversary to the hunger for more. Yes. Uh, Iron Mike asks, will we ever get a hype men reunion on A Waste of Time? No. no. Um... Silver Yems. This is a great question. Have you guys noticed any difference between hosting an episode in the new apartment versus the previous Upper West apartment? Oh, man. Has it changed how guests feel when they walk in? Definitely a change when they walk in. Yeah, it's 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 nice to show off the apartment now. You know, yeah. we have a lot of dope photos and art on the wall. Um, it's it's more conducive to hanging out. I think the other place maybe felt more... But it is interesting. People think that this feels like a set. Like or a think, museum. yeah. And I would say that it it's not. It's where we live. Yeah, <laughs> Everything is usable, and we, we hang the art for us, not necessarily to just uh, look like an untouchable museum. Yeah. Jake Roth, Bluto the Don, asks, at what, at what point in your career did you feel as though the gatekeepers of hip-hop fully let you in, considering Identity and Lane in as hip-hop sketch comedians? What do you think? Um, It's interesting. I, I feel like, you know what is in right Yeah. cuz Cause, cause, you know when we first started 12 years ago we got invited to all the cool parties all the um label heads were hitting us up asking us to go to the clubs with them yeah you know 5 years in those invites all sort of like drifted away mm-hmm. and so now we're in a we're we're more in the conversation than we were but like you know it's a fickle business like people will turn on you people will stop returning your emails people will um and by the way, that's not to say that people are not fans of ours in this business. No, people want us to, to win. And it's not to say that people don't like the work that we do. Yeah, right. But I but I think that it's just like, it's, it's not a simple question where it's just like, oh, you want to know what? It was three years in and then everybody loved us. No, no, I, I agree. But I would also say that it's whatever your definition of in is. Right. Because if you see the definition as being like, oh, we're cool to the point that we can be invited to the club then then I guess maybe it was, you know, soon after we started. Yeah, but nobody's ever extended their hands being like, oh, now is the chance for us to really, like, work together. So I don't really know. It's not like we've, you know, made our television show. And it's right. not like we well, though. got signs to a record label or something like that. Right. So I don't know what in is. I mean, I, I feel like we have... A lot of respect. I feel like we're doing the best work, and it is recognized now, but it doesn't feel like it's so easy that everyone says yes to us all the time. So who's to say? Who is to say? This comes from Brian Hasty, who asks, thoughts on Sean Paul? Love Sean Paul. Love Sean Paul. All right. We're in agreement. Great. Does that come up because of the Jake Gyllenhaal thing, you think? Uh, Like Jake Gyllenhaal came to Sean Paul's defense on some radio program or something like that? He was like, every song is better with Sean Paul. I don't know if that's true. Why not? Every song is better? Sure. I'll go with that. I'll take that stand. If I'll Sean, die on that hill. If Sean Paul gets on a song with Freddie Gibbs. Instantly better. Oh, well, probably. It's probably better. Yeah. Let me uh, if Sean Paul gets on a song with Jeff, if if Sean Paul got I can't on... think of an artist that he wouldn't make if better. If Sean actually. Paul got on the baby shark song yeah, and better. it was Baby Sean. Wow. Better. Better. Ask another question. Now I'm in the mood. Let's go. Oh, wait. Now I can't think. I, I honestly, I was trying to think of an artist that Sean Paul would not sound good with. It's better. Sean Paul makes things better. We've been trying to get Sean Paul on the podcast. He would make this podcast better. 100%. A couple more questions. Let's go. All right. The Ella Okay. I think it's how you pronounce this. I don't know. <laughs> the Ella Ellis says, worst questions to ask when interviewing? Uh, yes or no questions. Hey, what's your problem? <laughs> that's that'll that a, be a bad one, yeah. Yeah. Um, George West, the real DJ Dirty G. Yes. As opposed to just DJ Dirty G, <laughs> yeah. says, "What equipment and software do you guys use for the podcast?" Uh, we uh, have, I know this because I obviously yes, Jeff. Tell them. GarageBand. We use GarageBand. It's All a right. very simple process. Um, we have a mixer. We have. Don't say we. You. No, no, we own the mixer. Yeah. But, we own. But you use GarageBand. I do use GarageBand, and we use Shure SM7B microphones, which are like the industry standard. Mm-hmm. And we um, go into GarageBand. Real simple. I love shopping. <laughs> Says, who's the more important rapper in terms of history, Meek or Wale? Wow. Uh, in terms of history? That's a. Well, probably Meek. I would say Meek as well. Only yeah. because... That's no shots at Wale. Absolutely none. We love Wale. Wale makes great music. Wale has made great music. and But and I think as a cultural can, thing... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Who goes down, you know, Meek. Because Meek had the conversations of both the Drake thing and also him going to jail and coming yeah. out. And yeah. also, when I say going to jail, unfairly going to jail. Yeah, that's right. And um, he has, he has um, I think... Probably a bigger song. Oh yeah, the than intro. Wale has ever yeah uh, put out. Yeah. I, I it's just sort of inarguable. Yeah. A bunch of people asked when we were going to be going on tour, when we were going to be coming to their towns, when we were going to go to Europe, going to doing New York live shows. When are we going to be doing live shows? The short answer is soonish. We want to go back on the road. We want to perform in new and different and exciting ways. We don't want to do exactly what the Joe Budden podcast does. We don't want to do exactly what Bodega Boys do. We want to do something different. When when Highline Ballroom came to us and said, hey, we want you guys to do a live podcast, they had one idea. We gave them a totally different idea, and that was the Rockefeller Show. When we went to London, when we went to L.A., different cities... We did it differently. So we're trying to get all of our ducks in a row and provide something that is uniquely us and would be of great value to all of you out there. Let's just do two quick last questions. Okay. Jonathan Davila says, can I get a drop? Shout out to Jonathan Davila. There you go. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, ready, ready? Um, Yeah, because we got to do better for our our man's. Jonathan Davila. Yo, what up? It's Eric and Jeff and we're It's The Real and when we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we flip the switch to soundcloud.com slash <laughs> Jonathan Davila. You know that when we come to the 45th most populous city in the United States, Tulsa, Oklahoma, we are tuning in to Jonathan Davila. Uh, we're talking about the blue whale of Catoosa. We're <laughs> talking about the Philbrook Museum of Art. No, we're not. We're talking about Jonathan Davila. We're talking about the oil capital of the world, the home to Oral Robert. University and the University of Tulsa, the home to Jonathan Devilla. There was a tornado on August 6, <laughs> 2017 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. When, when do you think it was? It was Jonathan Devilla spinning those records on <laughs> towncloud.com slash Jonathan Davila. When we're in between Arkansas River and the Osage Hills and the foothills of the Ozark Mountains in northeast Oklahoma, there's one person that we're listening to, Jonathan, Jonathan Devilla. De De we would never Never go to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. <laughs> we would never go to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We would only go to the guy who puts the okay in Oklahoma. That is Jonathan, Jonathan DeVilla. <laughs> All right, Jeff, today on the podcast. On the podcast today is our guy from <laughs> Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, no, that that's not the case. Our girl. From Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's our girl from Kingston, Jamaica. Shanapal. Shensia. Close enough. Shensia has come up from the parishes of Kingston, Jamaica. Now she has 1.6 million followers on Instagram. That's pretty good. She is putting out one of our favorite songs of the summer with Taiga. It's called Blessed, Blessed. And it is heating up. The Clubs and the (laughs) Bashmans. It is rocketing up the charts. Shout out to everyone over at Interscope Records. Really interesting story. She grew up in the church. She was in different singing groups. You know, how do you make it out of Jamaica and stay close to the streets and cross over into the pop lane? We get into all of that. Meeting Jay-Z, linking up with Vibes Cartel, signing to Interscope Records. She is... The full really, package. She's really awesome. Yeah, Jeff. When do you want to get into this? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric Daily, <laughs> Violet Beauregard, aka Girls Dem Sugar. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Jamaican Starbucks, aka. A- a- t- okay. Hey, you don't know that I'm aka Shenyang Boss. Yes, your third favorite podcast. Wasted time with this for real. Gararararaka. pa pa pa. Ra 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 ra. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shen Ying what's happening? I'm here. Yeah. Enjoying your. yeah
0: Yeah. no i'm not i'm not enjoying (laughs) normal weather i would have much rather done this anywhere else oh my god
2: oh my god but i was
0: saying like at this point it's just like i'm used to shitty weather outside it's cloudy it's overcast it's rainy Mm -hmm. it's cold nothing good there no y'all need
1: to come to jamaica then
0: we do is this a formal invite yeah of course okay anytime no because people do say that they're just like oh yeah no you should totally come down to this city or that city and we're just like sure and then we'll call them and then it's like no
1: oh my (laughs) god have you ever been
0: no 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 does it Mm-mm. look like we've been? <laughs> I know, yeah. We're very <laughs> like fair weather people, yeah. <laughs> right. We burn easily. Is that are there are the things to do indoors? Of course, we have okay. a
1: lot of things to do indoors, but I, I feel like outside is is best, you know. Yeah. The rivers, the beaches, mm-hmm. the sunsets, everything. You have umbrellas so cool. that we could like hide under. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, I saw or I see that your braces are off. Mhm. Are you so excited?
1: I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am. At first, you know, I really enjoyed them, but then. It started paining me yep and cutting up the inner part yep. of my mouth but when they were off because I naturally had nice teeth you know I just didn't have alignment on the bottom so I really I was forced to do the top as well for an overbite yeah so when they came off I did my thing I was like yes here we are
0: <laughs> how Pain. long did you have them for one year it's a long year yeah yeah I had them and me. it's hard to brush your teeth
1: yeah especially when we're trying to steal a snack you know you yeah. just always get caught yeah there's all the food stucking up in your teeth that like you can't just do like and get it oh you gotta like pick it and all of that so it's crazy. yeah
0: welcome to like my 13 year old life yeah where it was just like me like getting my bar mitzvah <laughs> looking like fucking metal mouth. so you're originally from jamaica i am where
1: well we have 14 parishes mm-hmm. so i'm from one called saint elizabeth Mm-hmm. But I moved down to the to the capital, which is uh, Kingston. Mm-hmm. So I grew up there from about three years old onwards.
0: So that's really all you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I used to go back to country for like summers and stuff to chill with my grandma. So we used to like go pimenta walk and and farming and all of that. So it was really crazy. So I do remember the country life, but I grew up in Kingston.
0: Is it a big difference between country life and, and the city?
1: Well, I would say it's more harder, less opportunities too. Because, you know, it's it's far out. And to even get something, we have to walk far and then take a taxi or something, go into town to get like food and whatever. But when you're in Kingston, everything is narrow.
0: Yeah. So even though like it's not like a huge country, because like if you think about like the size of Jamaica. Yeah, it,
1: it's From one point to another, it's like about probably three hours drive. Wow. That's it. Four, four max. Yeah.
0: Do you come from a big family?
1: I wouldn't say. Probably no, because everybody's like having babies, right? about <laughs> now. But I wouldn't say it's a really big family, no.
0: Like older brothers?
1: I have one okay. older brother.
0: And and then any younger siblings? No, I wish. Oh, okay. So just the two of you. Just the two of us. And what was growing up in the country like for you?
1: Well, I mean, it was refreshing to me because right now, it made me a tomboy. I like the smell, the running up and down, the climbing trees, the adventure. That's what I really love about that part of my personality, mm-hmm. which the country life gave me and my family, because all of us are originally from St. Elizabeth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, that's just practically about it. So everything else, I just add up from Kingston.
0: Your Wikipedia says that you are from St. Mary. I don't know who did that. <laughs> it wasn't me, I got banned from Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. God. yeah. I kept yeah. changing uh, Michelle Kwan, the figure skater. Mm-hmm. I kept changing her bio to Michelle Rachomi Kwan. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. And so, so just I got not allowed on there. Yeah. <laughs> But if you were, you would be able to change it yeah. at this point. But, but no. so where is St. Mary in relation to everywhere else? That's like S- on the northeast.
1: St. Mary is like, what would I say? So probably east? Yeah. Yeah, about that. And St. Elizabeth is like the other direction, far, far out. So it's it's kind of far.
0: Is there yeah. is there a big difference between St. Mary and St. Elizabeth?
1: No, because as I said before, it's just 14 parishes. So people from different, different parishes, we're all Jamaicans, yes. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's just a different, different. origin. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's about it.
0: When you move to Kingston, do you have any preconceptions of what a big city is like?
1: No, well, actually, I was, as I said, I was really young, so I just went to school, back and forth, my community, just playing up and down. But then at about high school, I started moving around a lot, like from one point in Kingston to another. I didn't really have a set home, to be honest, so I had to be moving up and down, up and down, all about the place. But I mean,. As the older I get, I think it really molded me because that in itself actually inspired me to go hard, to get what I want, to make sure that, you know, once I reach a certain stage in life, then I make sure it starts at home first and all that. So I think it really instilled a lot of, what, sh- what should I say? Uh, I'm, I'm looking for the word. It's there, you know, but I can't find it. Good things in me, for now. Yeah. I can yeah. say that right now. What did your it, made, pa- it made me mature. At an early age, yes. Do
0: you feel like you missed out on on childhood things because you matured at a young age?
1: No, I wouldn't say that because, as I said, at about when I was in primary school, I had a lot of fun growing up in my community because it was just like one small community and we can go around there at our friend's house and go around there and everybody just group up on the road, play cricket, play football, ride bicycles. So I wouldn't say I missed anything. It was really, really fun.
0: So how does music come into your life?
1: Well, I've been singing from... I knew how to sing. I discovered how to sing at about probably seven or eight years old. And I sang in church. And I was so shy, I just ran out immediately. I didn't even know what the feedback was like. (laughs) I didn't even stay to hear. But ever since that age, I've just been singing every single day. I cannot pin a day that I haven't sung a song.
0: And you were singing in a group? Because, you know, it's a big, like, everybody's on stage.
1: That was later on. Oh, really? Later on, yeah, in high school, because I started uh, going to church more often, Seventh-day Adventist. Mm-hmm. And so I would form a choir. I, would go, I was in a choir at one point. And I was like, I can't hear myself. <laughs> Why am I feel like I'm drowning? <laughs> so I started another group with my cousins, and they're all males. So it was about four or five of us. What was so the name? They- I don't remember. Each of us had our own note though. So I would sing alto, he would sing soprano. So I was like, yes, this is it.
0: <laughs> Were you still singing church songs?
1: Yeah, I was still singing church songs. So
0: you had like a rival church choir? Yeah. <laughs> Where would you perform?
1: In church, because we, we would have crusades or we would have music days. Sometimes we I would perform to, at school mm-hmm. when they did some little get together in the auditorium and stuff, but I I was shy there too. So I would say at about, in college, I started breathing up.
0: You established this group. You're singing church songs. Church songs in church. Did you think that that was going to be your future?
1: I just, I wouldn't say singing church Mm -hmm. practically, but I would say to be an artist. I just felt like this road was definitely just for me. And even this morning while I was praying, I was like, it's so crazy and amazing that this is the only thing that I've always wanted and God is just here letting it happen, flowing. Yeah. I'm like, this is blessed.
0: So do you think it was destiny or do you think that you it was the product of your work or both?
1: I think it's both. But destiny, more of destiny because my family was really trying to push me to a different direction. Which was? Pushing me in tourism you know, to do flight attending and tour management. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm fine. You know, you guys don't want me to be an artist. I'll go be a police.
0: Why do you think they wanted to push you in that direction?
1: Because I remember asking some of my family members and they were like, you know, we know a lot of artists that don't reach anywhere. We don't want you to be one of those people.
0: They wanted security. Exactly,
1: and- yeah. exactly. Something that, you know, I could study for and I would definitely know that. I'm going to get a job here. But really and truly, I, didn't, I still didn't see it as that. I just felt like this road was for me. And so they put me in tourism and I went to major into entertainment management. But at the same time, it wasn't to be an artist. It was to be an artist manager. I was like, no, this is not what I wanted. (laughs) And then I fell out of college. I got a job.
0: You failed out of college? Yes. Oh. Financial issues. Oh, gotcha. So it wasn't like what was your worst subject? Math? Yeah. But you never liked math. No. Yeah. Is that according to Wikipedia or? Yeah. Well, it's according to my research. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I can't even remember saying that. Yeah. But math is my worst subject. And then when I fell out, I got a job and then I started doing um, some covers on Facebook Mm -hmm. and they just blew up. I was like, wow, I don't even have to work for anybody anymore. This is it.
0: Well, wait, so um, even before that, though, what was your relationship like with the tourism industry when you see like these big boats come up mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, you know, because like I hate Times Square. Oh, you like- know, like when you see like a million tourists just like in one place yeah. and they're just like they they, they jam everything up like mm-hmm. they're not like looking for anything. They're just standing there. I feel like that's got to be the same thing when it's like these big boats from Carnival Cruises, who is not a sponsor of this podcast. (laughs) When they come in, it's just like, you know, it's good for the country, but it's like it's it's bad for whatever that area is.
1: Well, I wouldn't say it's bad because I I think Jamaicans are practically used to it, to be honest, because our country is considered as a tourist country. Mm -hmm. You know, people naturally just come to enjoy themselves and relax. So we are pretty used to it pretty much. And majority of them doesn't really come to Kingston. They go to the West End. That's mm-hmm. like the three-hour drive I was yeah. telling yeah. You about. So it's way over the other <laughs>
0: island. When you're getting into music and you're performing out there and you're still a shy girl, mm-hmm. how do you see it manifest itself on stage?
1: Oh, my God.
0: Or, or is there a different personality that comes out on stage?
1: No, I wasn't normally like this. I was really, really shy. I didn't even interact with people on stage. I was like... Not hey, even you your cousins? <laughs> Nobody. I wouldn't even make eye contact with anybody. I was shaking. I always wanted to go to the toilet before I went on stage. It was crazy. But... I performed, I've performed. i been performing a lot over the years, so I think it really gave me a lot of experience, and now it's like, we're ready, we're ready to have fun right now. So now when I'm on the stage, it's just like vibing with my shingings, having a lot of fun, talking, making them laugh, and all that, because I'm a really jovial person, but... I would say I just, I'm just enjoying myself right now when I'm on, on the stage. Sometimes i even supposed to do like 10 minutes or something and I'm going like 35.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So how much fun we're having. Yeah, I hope yeah. you get paid for the extra 25 <laughs> minutes that you're
1: doing. Yeah, I get paid with I a lot not of support math, and love. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. my shengings, they really appreciate it. Do you get me? Yeah. So it's it's more than money.
0: So when you're singing those like traditional church songs, mm-hmm. Does your family like mess with that? Are they like, okay, cool. I Maybe entertainment's not it, but at least she's mm-hmm. spreading like the, the, the good God word. The good work, yes. right?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of them we, will say,
0: whoa.
1: Separate <laughs> and apart from them hearing me singing in church, the yeah. kind of songs that I sing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, not
0: church material. Yes, no. No. Yeah, <laughs> They're
1: like... What have we done? <laughs> I'm like, it's not your fault or anything. I mean, this is just me, you yeah, get yeah. me. And I'm not just making music for myself. I have to make music for everybody. Because before I came on this scene, I was telling everybody that I want to be an everybody's artist. They can put me on any platform and I can perform. Mm-hmm. PG-13, PG-21, yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. you get me? So that's what I strive to be. So I will do gospel songs because I know a couple from church days. I will do... Bob Marley songs, which is like reggae and just a cover for older audiences. And then my songs for like the young on the hip.
0: Yeah. What were you listening to growing up?
1: A lot of Michael Jackson, Beyonce and Chris Brown and Rihanna. Okay. Strictly. Yeah. I didn't really listen to dancehall all growing up because my family is a Christian family. Yeah. Right. So we we're like, oh, we can't hear that. So we're not going to play that. Just so strictly like Celine Dion's and B.T. Street. <laughs>
0: yeah. So how does the music get to you then, if not through, you know, your household?
1: all, I learned that in high school because I started to take bus on my own. Mm. I started to take transportation to school on my own. So when I would be in the like mini buses and stuff going to school, they would play some really loud <laughs> yeah. not PG-13 yeah. songs. So you get me? So I, I started to learn from then and then I started to sing along. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, how do I sound like this? I actually sound like one of them. And then I noticed that I could actually DJ as well, not only sing. So did
0: you start DJing?
1: Just Vibes Cartel songs, Spice songs, Lady Saw. Was like,
0: did you know to keep it sort of away from your house then? Did I you have to sneak I CDs hate. or?
1: Nah, because... We, we we grew up in an age where it's not about like CDs or anything like that. It's strictly YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't block me from the internet <laughs> or even the buses from going to school. Otherwise, how would I reach the school? I yeah. mean, we not we didn't grow up rich. So it's not <laughs> like they could charter me a cab or a taxi to bring me to, to and from school every day. So I had to be out in the public. And that's where we normally get exposed to certain things.
0: And so you're also going to parties and stuff?
1: Well, I... I didn't go to party in my high school years because my family was really strict, as Mm -hmm. I said before, and they were like no partying. They were overprotective. So we made a deal that if I passed a certain amount of CXC subjects, then I could do whatever I want. So I studied really hard, passed my subjects and about when I just came out of high school that about in 2013, I started partying really, really hard.
2: <laughs> to
0: and make up for lost like, time. Yeah. Just dove yeah. in the and deep then, end. And then yeah. I was like,
1: oh my God, I'm tired now. I'm hearing the same songs. I'm doing the same wine move. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm b- busting the same black for the same <laughs> songs. Like this don't make no sense. So <laughs> I stopped partying and I started to work at the events, doing promotions. Really? Yeah. No, I'm performing at the events. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It, is, it is crazy. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's a journey, but it has really been a fun one. And I think everything that I've been through really prepared me for now
0: what was your brother doing uh when he graduated from high school
1: my brother left us from about i was probably five so i didn't grow up with him i just met him again the other day Whoa. What? yes We're, what month are we in may yeah yeah met him in november december in december again for How the did, second wait, time so,
0: so um he left because
1: his father migrated to detroit oh so he
0: went with him too so and he was dealing with the cold. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's always been the one with So the you cold. didn't
0: see each other for all this time. Nah. And how did you reconnect? Were you Facebook friends?
1: No, uh, number by by contact for, through family cuz I always had his number like growing up. We yeah. started, you know, WhatsApping and stuff, but it, it it didn't still feel like a brother and sister yeah. love as how it should be because we, we weren't grown together.
0: Yeah, he was like a pen pal.
1: Yeah. So it's like Oh, that dude is far,
0: far away. So you really grew up like an only child? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Was he surprised at the path that you'd taken?
1: No, because he knew about it before. It was just, I feel like it was an awkward kind of moment. Because, you know, as I said before, we don't know each other like that. To see each other and everything. It was just like, hey, you're my brother, my long lost brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, did, he knew about it still because, you know, as I said, social media and technology is running the world right now. So he would still be up on my Instagram.
0: Are your parents on Instagram?
1: No, oh. my mom is not on Instagram. Even when, when I put my mom out day, she was like, why you do that? <laughs> how, how you have 300,000 people saw me? Oh my God. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't like the really upfront thing.
0: Our mom's not on on uh, social media either. And we had her on as the 250th guest of our podcast. Yeah. And she would call us and ask us for updates on all the comments that she was getting yeah. on our Instagram.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah she's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you have different types of people, people who can deal with that and people who just don't care. Right. Like
0: yeah. Back. Oh, no, it turned out that our mom did care. Oh, she cares. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she
2: cared. She
0: She loves seeing that Bun B, you know, (laughs) wants to know if if she shouted him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And so your mom um, was uh, working in other people's homes. Yes. And so when you were... You really did your research, (laughs) huh? Yeah, listen. Listen, I think you (laughs) should be my brother. You (laughs) know, everything. (laughs) But I mean, like, so your mom wasn't really, like, home. So, like, you were taking care of the house?
1: By sometimes... And sometimes uh, at about probably 15 or so, I would stay alone mm-hmm. like by myself because my auntie was the one who really raised me. But you know, there was te- teenage years they kind of get frisky and rude and attitude and all of that. So I was forced to stay by myself for a, a, a bit. Wow, you know, but I really enjoyed it because the fact that it really made me so much here. How to do money management and all of that right now. I think it's really, really important. I am just happy that I went through that because knowing that I did all of that, being the fact that where I am, where I am now, I probably wouldn't have my priorities yeah. straight. Yeah, you get me. So I really enjoyed it. To be did honest, did
0: Jamaica back then seem like a small island, and does it now seem like a small island?
1: No, even right now, it still seems big to me. I don't know why. Probably it's the people. Probably is the locations of places that we like to go or something. It still feels big to me, <laughs> mm-hmm. but compared to other countries, it's really really tiny. Yeah. yeah. So
0: when you're starting your music career, then like as an actual job, were you like, I have to take over my country first? Yes.
1: And that's that's why we started with reggae and dancehall.
0: What was the first thing that you did?
1: I wanted to do. I wanted to major in singing, like some ariana grande singing okay mm-hmm. yeah. but that wouldn't really work in jamaica coming out as a new artist right so we did a couple of those songs and we did strictly reggae songs like the etanas and the uh stephen type of what what's her name again i mean I should sing it's a pity tanya, tanya Stevens, yes <laughs> so we did a lot of tanya Stevens vibe and all of that too but when We were asking around like for advice, like from our producers and other artists, they were like, Mm-mm, This is too nice, we need to dirty it up a bit mm. to raunch it up a bit because that's what really get Jamaicans out there quicker. Yeah. that's what goes viral quickest mm-hmm. all around the world, to be honest. Yeah, so that's what we started off with dance hall, not did- church, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, strictly dance hall, <laughs> dance hall, dance hall, like streets dance, hall. yeah, that's what we did first, and it started spreading then we're here now.
0: So what's the first thing that really hit? Dancehall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Ludi. like, Okay, gotcha. Ludi. Yeah, yeah. Ludi was my
1: third release. Wow. I literally didn't think it was gonna go be, go be that big.
0: Were you like refreshing the page to watch like all the views <laughs> coming in?
1: No, at, at the time it was just the audio but being the fact that I was a bit Facebook famous mm-hmm. so I started to promote it there and my friends started circulating it and that but it was until the video the video and like a million a week. And people went for bananas. Jamaican. Yes.
0: Why were you famous on Facebook?
1: For, no, for my covers and my pretty looks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could say that, to be honest. But yeah, it was just for image-wise. And then yeah. I started to do covers. Well, That's well, when my views started to went back. Were you
0: shy in front of a camera? No. Because
1: I always wanted to do acting. I did a lot of that in church as well
0: acting in church yeah like we acting like you're paying it oh gotcha yeah yeah <laughs> we're jewish we, <laughs> we don't know anything we <laughs> yeah yeah so like what were you acting uh were you like mary and the like-
1: prodigal son and all of those kind of bible stories mm-hmm. that's what we did so i'll never forget them but even right now I, i'm still interested in acting i know i'm not i know i'm gonna do it one day too. Mm-hmm. so it's just time So
0: you're you're in church and you're acting and you're singing and all of a sudden you make this switch to put out a song that is um, not church. The opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Did you hear any type of reaction from family when that happened?
1: I know my grandmother for one did not like it.
0: (laughs) How did how did grandma find out about this?
1: through my aunt oh here
0: we go yeah yeah the one who (laughs) took care of you yes oh
1: (laughs) was like mommy look at this listen to her (laughs) you get me so it was just crazy my grandmother was definitely
0: and how about like amongst friends who knew you as like that shy girl from church
1: i actually was the one that really laughed at them to be honest yeah because in the year that i broke out the year before I told them that listen, next year I'm gonna be on that stage collecting that award, and I'm gonna bust really, really big. And they were like, Psh, "Stop playing." <laughs> so when it really happened, I was like, mm, "What? <laughs> what?" So yeah, I actually spoke everything into being. No lie.
0: That's, That's the, crazy. The best. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, it's Jeff here from the podcast. Eric, give me a word. <laughs> uh, school. All right, school, school, school. Schools cool. Schools not for fools. Schools cool, and you know what's... <laughs> what? Are you freestyling? Yeah. Uh, um, wait. Give me. Yeah. Give, 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 me, give me. Give me another word. You didn't. Why? You didn't finish the first one. Fine. Give me another word. <laughs> better. Alright. Schools cool, but you know what's better? It's the Real, and we got a newsletter. It's <laughs> a freestyle just, just, just off the dome. And by the way, you can sign up for our newsletter at itzero.com. Oh my com. god. Dope. Dope! Dope! <laughs> There's no hope. <laughs> it's the Real.com is where you can get the newsletter. Where you can get the freestyles. You can get the freestyles on all streaming services. <laughs> and now back to Shansia. Shansia, Shansia. If you ain't signed up, then I don't want to be ya. Because Jamaica is small, but it's large, but it's mm-hmm. small, yeah. but three and a half. Large, hours. yeah, yeah. but it's small. Yeah, yeah. But does it feel like you... You're not that disconnected from people who have made it.
1: No, I don't think so. Because even right now, Jamaica is still my favorite place to be. Like, when I'm off tour and I say I want to take a vacation, it's at
2: home.
0: Well, I mean, like, that you could be just like six people away or even like three people away from like a Beanie Man or like a Capleton or like whoever else. Yeah. Like, does it feel like, like, when you're in America, it's just like you can feel like you don't know anybody in the industry. You don't know anybody who's made it. Nobody's well, come from here. You know what I'm saying? That
1: is true, to be honest. So right now, I'm just looking to grow in this industry and mm-hmm. bringing, still bringing the, the roots with me. You understand? And just switching it up. A so bit. who
0: were you looking up to at that time?
1: Well, Vibes Cartel mm-hmm. for lyrics. Yeah. Wise. yeah. It's strictly lyrical. And um, Spice for performance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she was the only dominant female at the time. Still, still is right now, separate apart from myself. Yeah.
0: So yeah. when you when you first start to, to bubble up, do a lot of producers come sort of, you know, to find you? Do a lot of like promoters come to find you? Yeah. When you become like the hot thing on the island. Russian
1: came to find me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got a lot of requests, a lot of people that I always like look up to. Coming to me like, you want to do a song? I'm like, no way. Because even Rush and I was like listening just to his beats alone. Yeah. Just listening and trying to do something on the beat alone. Like I was trying to own the beat. Like it, it's my rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. But it was just like.
0: How do you know? How do you know who to trust, by the way?
1: To be honest, I'm not really a person that trusts easily. Mm-hmm. I just work. I don't let anything get in front of my work. So whatever personal issues we may have, that's not going to get into my money mm-hmm. or my, you know, what I'm trying to do with myself and my career. So I don't really focus on trust, to be honest. I just focus on good music, on hard work.
0: So if someone came to you at that time and they were just like, yo, I have some hot shit that you need to like sing on. Mm-hmm. You were just like, let's try it.
1: Yeah, I would try it. I mean, I just coming on the scene. So I have to try and get myself out there. Yeah. Regardless, we wouldn't know even certain songs that hit right now. I didn't expect them to hit. To be honest, I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna do this song."
0: Well, so okay. Off. So I'm, if Jesus says, "Get on a song," you say, "Absolutely." <laughs> I'm gonna pray. On it and
1: say, Lord, this is my time. <laughs> still sing it.
0: So your your third song blows Blow up, up, right? Yeah. Is that weird? Because then you expect the next one to be like either as good or even better.
1: That was a learning experience because, as I said, it was still kind of unreal that a lot of people knew me. Like more than just Facebook people. Like
0: walk down the street, people point. Exactly. So
1: I still didn't see it as famous. I was just like, oh, I got a song. You heard my song? That was practically just it. But growing, I noticed that even right now, after I drop a song and it really hits, I have to make sure that whatever is coming up is either harder, just as hard, but more likely harder yeah. Than yeah what i put out before but at the time we were just doing music so we just released something normal after that and that kind of Bit slowed it down, but the fact that I was still working and doing more music, releasing more, it kept me current.
0: Do you then watch YouTube and make sure that your shit is like still moving on there, or do you go to parties and like you know walk in and they play your music, or are you like hearing it on the radio when cars drive by? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. that's everything is included. Yeah, I watch my YouTube views, I promote on my social media, Mm -hmm. I have my team that goes in the streets, my team that listens on the radio. When I'm driving, my 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 sound is on the radio. Yeah. So when I hear my songs, I'm like, yes, we're still banging.
0: What was the first time you heard yourself on the radio like?
1: It was crazy. I got seven pull ups for my first airplay.
0: Wow. Who and was, I was
1: in the salon. Who was I was the, the like, DJ? Everybody, this you know? is yeah. my song. Z J Crow.
0: Oh, shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wait, did the people in the in the hair salon care? <laughs>
1: I don't even remember. <laughs> probably probably hating. <laughs> but I was still there, you know? Because I'm like, yo, this is my song.
0: Yeah. Um, was there a pressure for you in terms of like your writing to...
1: Yes. Yeah? Time-wise. Why? Because when you're new, you have a limited amount of time to do a lot of stuff. And you can't let it fall back because you don't want to be like, oh, there's the future and here I am. You want to catch up with the future. You want to make sure everything is great mm-hmm. for even next year yeah so i was still working 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 and sometimes i would have projects that needs to be finished by the end of the week and i'll be like up in the nights like 3 a.m just trying to finish get it done so time wise that was the biggest challenge for me back then
0: who has been the biggest sort of supporter for you throughout this whole process
1: i would say my manager because he gets all the good and the bad because when I'm miserable, he's the <laughs> one that collects it all. When I'm nice, when I'm good, he's the one. And he's been there from before all of this started. So yeah, because you were working say, for him. Exactly.
0: And you were doing promo, but I don't know what you mean by promo. Like, what is...
1: Like bottle service, girls mm-hmm. walking up and Sparklers, down. Sparklers, yeah. mm-hmm. all that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Were you doing shots?
2: No.
1: no. <laughs> I'm not really a drinker. Mm. If I probably take one shot, I'd be like, Psh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't manage alcohol at all. Nah.
0: With your music, you know, getting more popular on the island, Mm -hmm. what's the first idea that you have that maybe you're more successful even beyond the the shores of Jamaica? International.
1: I would say right now we we have a single, to Mm -hmm. be honest blessed yes blessed is the one jesus that christ yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny this is, this is the one that's gonna make us go beyond caribbean yeah
0: <laughs> is there a difficult sort of line to to balance where you're like i want to stay true to my roots yeah. but also that's i want to do I'm something that's right wide now. right
1: true that's what i'm really fighting right now because to be honest when you stay true to the roots you also have a lot of street credits in jamaica yeah, yeah you get me yeah so you know you will have an aria Grande song i'm tearing out the place worldwide yeah but you're not really gonna hear aria Grande's song in the streets right now you get me yeah so that's what i'm trying to find a balance between right now the streets and stay current internationally as well
0: who do you think has like done that balance right
1: i mean coming from jamaica i would say probably vibes cartel yeah i see spices trying to get it done right now too Mm -hmm. you get me no matter what age or how long you've been in music i see a lot of people trying to get that done right now
0: so what is your test for like something new like who do you play it for to make sure that like not only that you're right Mm
2: -hmm.
1: people who listen music for just sound sake not someone who would listen music like oh my god this is really hard what did she just say did she really just say that? How did she come up with this? People who are just like, "Oh, this sounds good." Yeah. Those kind of people.
0: And do you like like are, does that include your friends, my your friends, family? My
1: friends and my family. Yeah. My son.
0: Who is he's three how and he's old?
1: singing bass, bass, bass. I'm <laughs> like, what? Yes, this is gonna hit because <laughs> it's catchy too.
0: How much time did you put into into blessed?
1: I would say. How long would you say? Um,
2: it was. A, it was an interesting.
1: Yeah, it, I, I, I felt like a rookie, to be honest, singing Bless, because they wanted a different sound.
0: Who is they? Russian. Okay. <laughs> Russian. Yeah, he
1: wanted a different sound. Not something that I normally produce when in Jamaica. So something that could go across but still have a little root. Something that even people who speak strictly english can understand mm-hmm. not yeah. just broken in, broken english right yeah so you're looking it, directly
0: at me i know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're like yeah. Yeah. people who speak yeah. english yeah <laughs> this fucking guy yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. no 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 no
1: because i know sometimes i'm somewhere in the world and people are like what did you say you get me but so, blessed we really spent a lot of time on it not like months or anything like that though
0: mm-hmm. it was just a long day yeah it was long just day. A long one day? long day yeah it's, damn
1: no because she usually Yeah.
0: damn. I'm a natural. (laughs) You mentioned maturing early Mm -hmm. and I'm sure some of that comes along with being a parent.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Um, You're new to the business. Mm -hmm. You are a parent. Yes. How is that balance?
1: Well, right now I'm touring. So what I normally do is I make sure to video call my son every single day. Like if a day passes and I don't get to see him, I'm so mad. So I make sure that my caretakers and everybody who is, you know, looking after him, they make sure that they get us together by the end of the day. Because trust me, that's the only thing that really gets me down after a good day. Yeah. Fat not talking to my son. So that's what I use to kind of balance it because I can't be there all the time. You get me Sure. But technology really has a (laughs) way right now. So Um,
0: what is he into right now? What? What do you mean? Like I mean, like, playing. is he like into like Peppa Pig or like you know, like what? He's in running. A puppy, a, a puppy, yeah. a puppy yeah.
1: show, rescue puppy rescue or something. <laughs> or Paw
0: Patrol like or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yes, Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah, and he likes. Um, I hang out with a lot of
0: four-year-olds. <laughs> <I> know, yeah,
1: <laughs> he likes Peppa Pig as well. Okay, and just some normal YouTube vlogs that kids will do and post up. He, he will sit on that and watch that all day. <laughs> like sometimes I hear him saying some, thump, some things like, mom, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, what do you know about embarrassed? How do you know this? Right. You get me? So all I,
0: you should know is that you are blessed. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, to be honest, yes, yeah. yes. He is. He acts older than he is. Really? Yep. He acts like a six-year-old.
0: Well, how, how did being a parent change you?
1: Patience-wise, I didn't have any patience with anybody. Not even myself. But, Sorry to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> but being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That really taught me a lot of patience and forgiveness. Yeah. I never used to forgive anybody. If Sorry you to your me, manager. Again. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you wrong me, that's it. Straight. But with my son, I've learned to put other people before myself and put aside ego and pride.
0: Mm-hmm. So So you used to have a chip on your shoulder? Yeah. Do you think that sort of uh, showed up in your music and your, your drive as well?
1: Well, I would I would say it does. I would say everything that I've been through and all my experiences have made me entirely who I am today, even if it's just a teeny, teeny bit, you get me? Mm-hmm. So everything is just combined right now. Yeah. And I know I I have a lot, a lot further to go. So I'm still prepared for growth.
0: Is there a big, big, big concert that you knew you had to like get on that stage back at home?
1: Reggae song fest.
0: And what was the first time performing there like?
1: The first time I went on the small stage, if I show you that video, you was going to be like, nah, who is this? (laughs) Is she an artist?
2: (laughs) Or is she the help? I was so
1: thin and I was shaking while I was singing too. It was crazy. And I was talking and laughing, but I sound like a dark. (laughs) On the stage, I was like, no. But right now... It's just crazy. That was my first performance. And then the, the following year, mm-hmm. I went
0: on the big stage. So you did get invited back.
1: Yep. And Next year.
0: Yeah. Well, what so what happened in that in that year?
1: It was really fast. I really didn't get a lot of time. and being the fact that it was my first performance on the big stage, I was really nervous still, so I didn't interact either. I just sang my songs and got off. But right now, if you put me up there, I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm up. I'm like yes. well yeah so how did it how did it change for you like what do you know to do now that you didn't know how to do when you were a shaking leaf on a stage be
1: myself that's all it took i know which performance really pulled me out of my comfort zone at that time and it was in birmingham i did a show in birmingham and they were alabama or england england Yeah, okay (laughs) a lot of females there and i would be my normal shy self backstage like okay i'm gonna go on but when i stepped out there the support was amazing like they didn't even care what i had on it i was just there and i was like i felt so good so till i just start giving like jokes and all that and people i noticed that people reacted to it and they loved it and so when i talked to them on the stage it really boosted them up influenced them actually to sing along with my songs getting the vibe you know yeah. it's just being myself is all it took
0: When did the major labels start coming and knocking on your door?
1: They've been coming from 2016 stills. From the first year that I broke out.
0: Well, so how did you have the confidence to say no to all these situations that came?
1: We watched first. So it's like a label will say, we want to do this and this and that. We get some work done and we'll be still waiting. Like, Hmm. what did you say you were going to do again? Because you're still waiting. Yeah. So that was really what kind of let me know. And even up until now, then I met with Russian, And I know Russian is a very hardworking person because I've known him musically for like way back then. I used to listen to all these things that he would produce, his songs and all that. So I know what he had done for my country at the time. So like, this might not be bad still because I know him. Yeah, (laughs) You get me? So when I started working with him now and he kind of put me on and stuff, putting good words and stuff, I'm like, okay, I think I can trust his word. Because we've been had a good relationship musically, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, over the years.
0: Yeah, because there is always that sort of idea where it's like, I've gone so long on my own, and like yeah. I just yeah. I and really like, want this to happen now, and like I don't need somebody else. Oh, I, I yeah. don't.
1: Sometimes I hear artists speak like that, and I'm like, nah. Because even when I came out, they titled me as the fastest rising artist in the Caribbean. Wow. And so I knew that it wasn't just me that did that. It was my team. Yeah. Brumish Entertainment. Of all the girls, of all the drivers, everybody put me on. And so even right now, I'm happy to be with the label that I'm with right now because they've been really, really investing their time, their efforts, everything that's great for my career, 100% that shows me that, listen, they really want to do this, not for what they can get in the future or anything like that, but just the passion to make things great. So I know a team is very, very important, especially if I'm going internationally.
0: Yeah. And the nice thing about Interscope is that it's based in LA, so it's actually nice weather. And yeah. so you it can... is. I would say that, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Now,
1: I'm not, I don't know if it's because I'm from Jamaica or anything, but last time I went to LA, I was cold. Oh, really? I was cold. <laughs> I was cold. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you feel like your, your upcoming album is a is a valid representation of everything you've everything. gone through to this point?
1: That's the thing. I want to name right now, but I can't think of something that's interracial because that's what the album is to me. Mm-hmm. Mixes dancehall, mixes some you can get some country vibe from it, some Afro beats, some EDM, music, pop, everything. So it's just crazy. Is there some any ch-
0: Michael Jackson, Rihanna, Chris Brown? I'm not no. saying anything. Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> You're just gonna have
1: to wait until the <laughs> album is out.
0: <laughs> Who are some artists that you've met like along the way now that you've really been like, I can't believe that I've really met them in real life? Jay-Z. Yeah? Yeah, I met
1: Jay-Z. Um, where, where did was you that? meet him? We were in England. I think he, he just finished a show. I think he kept a show up there at the time. And we went to this Mediterranean restaurant, and we saw a group of people. And the person who I was with, he was from at labor as well. She's so he's like, wait, isn't that Jay-Z? I'm like, Jay, don't play with me. <laughs> and then we went over there, and he introduced us. I was like crazy.
0: So what do you say in that situation? I was
1: like, hey, I'm you won't know me, but I'm Shensia. But I guarantee that he's gonna re- probably remember me, yeah, later on, in yeah, about a couple months' time, yeah. yeah. Willing. <laughs> That's
0: super dope. You didn't sign with that label, no, I didn't. So, even though that person introduced you to Jay Z, you were just like, nah, fuck it,
1: no, because he, he's really a great guy, to be honest. So, we could share it and all of that, but as I said, my work comes first, yeah, mm-hmm. before everything. So, if you're stalling my work. I can't really say yes to that. Yeah, yeah. You get me? So yeah. it was really that, that, that was just it.
0: That mm-hmm. um, was Jay's handshake, by the way.
1: Strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strong. <laughs> yeah. Too bad I didn't get a picture, though. But yeah. You but isn't it, it
0: cooler not to take the picture? Yeah. Because then it's like, like you don't want to ask for the picture.
1: I know, I, that's the thing. It's cooler to have the picture, but it's not cool to oh, ask. Yeah. Right, gotcha. Picture.
0: And it's so. cooler to not even put it out if you have the picture. That yes. Too, you gotcha. Know, Until like you do it way. for Throwback Thursday, like a year from now. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> be like, look how humble I was. Yes, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. But
1: unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't went that way.
0: And how was the food at the restaurant?
1: It was great because they have the best wings, to be honest. Every time I go to England, I have to go there. I don't even remember the name. Was it
0: Nando's? <laughs> no.
1: It wasn't Nando's. I, I can't remember the name. How picky well, we're, are we're you with food
0: yeah, when, where, you, when, you, when you go on the road? Yeah.
1: Well, at the moment, I'm cutting off fast food because I'm so tired of the oily stuff and yeah. the bread and all yeah. that. So it doesn't really entice me anymore to eat like a burger or something. Right. So I'm really picky when it comes to that. But at the moment, I just can't wait to have my own team on the road so I can cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love to cook so to have my own seasoning and all that prepared up that's just what i'm waiting for right now but i would i don't eat much right about now because as i said there's a lot of fast food mm-hmm. so i'm just like and you're wait.
0: complaining about losing weight you're like my my uh, watch is falling off <laughs> I, I don't know what's <laughs> or, happening or were you just trying to like draw attention to your watch like, <laughs> oh, like it's hard it's hard yeah. to miss your watch by no the way my no, yeah. like, free, look at it it's yeah. pretty yeah i'm, I'm looking at your watch before. oh it's, it's again hard I get to it. take your eyes off your watch <laughs> yeah. yeah was that the watch that just dropped or no okay.
2: <laughs> you're
1: funny <laughs> so.
0: blessed is the single yep uh you have a full album
1: i have a full album
0: and um you don't have the name for it yet no i don't but you've shot some music videos
1: i shot one
0: okay for blessed Best. okay and what do you want to happen in the next year
1: oh my god To be honest, I've only really dreams about being this international superstar. I haven't dreams about what I'm going to do when I become (laughs) an international superstar. So I can't even answer that question right now. I just hope it's filled with happiness because even right now on my journey, I noticed that while I was broke growing up and everything, there's nothing that can beat happiness. All the money that we're making, all the new people that we're meeting, Happiness is just the number one priority for me right now.
0: But weren't you happy when you met (laughs) Jay-Z? I was happy.
1: I wasn't happy that I didn't get, did not get to work with him, (laughs) but I was happy. But for next year, I just really hope everything goes great just elevate my team as well.
0: What does Jamaica mean to you?
1: It's just family to me. The connection that I have in Jamaica. I can't find it anywhere else. I haven't found it anywhere else. The fact that we can go on the streets and watch people playing cricket in the middle of the road, playing football in the middle of the road, all of that vibe. Sometimes when we're in New York or Miami or anywhere, you can't really see people walking on the highway. You get me? In Jamaica, we walk, we ride. We don't care. We're out there.
0: Okay, so we, meaning you and everybody. People. Okay, so... Today Shencia mm-hmm. has all this, you know, diamonds dripping off of you. I know you're
1: my diamonds in Jamaica. You ha- right, okay. <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> you
0: have you have you dress well, you're yeah. out here, you're not shy anymore. Are you still that tomboy who likes to run that. around and listen. I'm listening. If we
1: become best friends <laughs> yes. after today. Yes, when we see you see in Jamaica,
0: you that- we can just walk down the street in St. Elizabeth yep. and catch you yep. underneath Talk some tree. Because
1: <laughs> that's what I think a lot of my shengings really gravitate to. The fact that I'm a down to earth person because sometimes I will go in my comments and they're like, how many artists you will see do this? Or artists don't normally do this kind of stuff or all of that. So I think it's just my personality that really elevates me to where I am right now under my music as well.
0: Do you ever get tired of social media?
1: No, I don't get tired. I, I have too much fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're saying bad stuff, too. I'm like, what? How did you get this?
0: Well, how do you, yeah, how do you react?
1: I just laugh i can't get mad over things on social media it's not like i can see the person you know yeah cut their head that. off yeah, yeah right
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like no like I, I saw like um <laughs> have you ever been to jail have i ever been to jail <laughs> uh no oh <laughs> it's because i had to think about it yeah, no, yeah 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 i've been told i look like a serial killer yeah, though yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. that but um when you were working for ramesh mm-hmm. your manager what was the and i know he's in the building yeah. <laughs> what was the worst thing that you did at your job
1: Worst thing. Worst thing. I don't know. Probably eat too much. <laughs> that's the only thing, to be honest. Because he he know me for a foodie. Like, even <laughs> when I'm at his events, I have to go eat. I need food <laughs> to, to get this pumpy. You get me? But he's always told me that I was one of the best workers. So And, and that's why he
0: took you under his wing.
1: That's why I trusted him. Yeah. To take up my career. You get me? Because... How I see him move with everybody around him, people who... He's he's done a lot of good for people and for himself. And he treated everybody like we're one big family. He didn't treat anybody less. So that really made me look into it and say, yo. Because a a lot of people came to me before and said they wanted to be my manager. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Even some big artists and stuff. But once the vibe and the connection is not there, you just got to let it go.
0: Did that... um hurt your relationships with the people who did reach out
1: no because even right now we got collaborations oh wow so i try to not be like a person who is biased or one-sided i try to deal with unity i'm just that type of person i don't like the beef and all that i didn't come in the industry to beef with people just to make good music
0: right but now that you're here mm-hmm. what if someone does come after you then
1: that's their business. As long as they don't touch me, I'm good.
0: (laughs) But also, you wanted to be a police officer. So, like, you know how to protect yourself. (laughs) Yeah. You
1: don't see me doing some kung fu stuff on the ground? (laughs) Even right now, I want to go do some boxing on the side, to be honest, if I ever do find a time. Yeah? I like it.
0: That's dope.
1: I always liked it, to
0: be honest, though. Boxing? Boxing. Yeah. Uh, Does that fuck up your nails?
1: Sometimes, yes. But, you know, I'm tough, so even when it's bleeding out, I'm like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where do you go from here?
1: Well, right touring wise or yeah. career wise?
0: Uh, yeah, I think we I think we covered where you're going <laughs> to go career wise, but where do you go like after this uh, touring wise? I'm
1: going to Canada.
0: Canada? Yeah. Have I've, you been before?
1: Yeah, plenty of times. I have Canada uh, for a couple of days, then I go back to Jamaica for a night, and then for one night. One night. And guess what? I'm landing in the night too, so I don't even see the sense. Yeah. Damn. So I, and then I have Guyana and the Bahamas.
0: That's dope. These are all questions for your manager, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I really got yeah, mine. Why am I going
0: like over here and over there? And yeah, for a fucking night. Last time I think you were here, you did an interview with Genius. Oh
1: my God. I don't even want to talk about that. And y'all laughing?
0: To, what, were I laughing? Yeah. Yeah, that was great.
1: <laughs> I was so high. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. I was so high. I ate some edibles and I was high for three days.
0: Was that the best interview ever then?
1: <laughs> I can't even remember. I just know that when I watched it back, I was like, no, why did I say that? <laughs> they took a picture and I i don't even remember what I look like. I don't even want to see it. Whoa. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: Do you take edibles when you go in to write in the studio?
1: In the studio? No, I take my work seriously. I don't take edibles at all if I know that I have something important to do mm-hmm. so when I did genius inf- interview I just didn't know I would be high that long
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it was just <laughs> yeah as I said it was three days I'm like am I getting crazy or something because it was not cooling down yeah but work-wise I don't do it for studio I don't do it when I'm around my son
0: do you do it when you go like to, to the dentist no nah. or <laughs> orthodontist or, orthodontist no 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 I don't have braces. Braces. regular it's, yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah.
1: One time and I just started back recently this year because the first time was that, as I said, I was doing the genius interview. Is <laughs> when we came to New York, and yeah. I took it because I didn't smoke or anything before that ever mm-hmm. since I had my son, yeah. So I was clean, yeah, from weed, <laughs> from alcohol, everything. And then I took and it, then I was just crazy. three
0: days later. <laughs> A disaster
1: <laughs> no I ended up here so I, I yeah. take it for relaxation yeah
0: yeah so they had you explain your lyrics which mm-hmm. are pussy tight pussy clean <laughs> mm-hmm. pussy fresh mm-hmm. and were you just like why am I explaining like how do I explain this right
1: yes because as I said I did it in Patois as you would call mm-hmm. it in Jamaica so I had to be thinking really hard how to <laughs> say it so you guys could understand it but it was really a challenge Quite different though. I've never done an interview like that
2: before. So. On edibles?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then had, Drake commented. I had to have the
1: glasses on I was like, hide my eyes. <laughs> yeah, Drake commented. That was the first time he ever commented on something like that. And, then, and I found out that he was actually following me. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Papi, is that you? <laughs> They're falling by real fast. <laughs> so from that, we, we, have, we have one or two conversations. That's, That's dope. dope. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so you're not going to see him in Canada? Hmm. wow I can't
1: even say (laughs) is this we say this interview is gonna be aired afterwards
0: yeah yeah yeah. okay still can't say yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) well congratulations on everything to this point congratulations on everything that's about to come your way congratulations on your uh, trip to Canada coming up (laughs) your trip back home thanks so much alright thank you guys for having me Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if you want to find out more about us, I'm Eric with the curly hair. You're Jeff with the freestyle. With the freestyle. Together, we are It's The Real. If you want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. If people want to find out more about what's going on with us, Jeff, where can they go? You can always go to itsthereal.com and sign up for our newsletter today and also buy some merch. We've got mugs, we've got t shirts, we've got rhyme books. All of them are perfect for the summer sun. Go to the beach in your t shirt and you're holding your rhyme book and you're drinking from your mug. That's a perfect summer outing. Yeah, wow. I just created your whole vibe. There you go. You can also stream all of our old episodes, all of our new ones, on any streaming platform. Wherever you listen to podcasts, including this one, that's where our podcast is. Search for It's The Real. All of our episodes are there. You can also uh, follow us on Instagram at It's The Real. Facebook at It's The Real. Instagram at It's The Real. We are also on Reddit. There is a burgeoning community of people at Reddit slash r slash It's The Real. Alright, Jeff, this is a part of the podcast where we like to shout out our friends out there who love to support your boys It's The Real who tell their friends, family, fans, fanatics, strangers, coworkers, whoever, to tune in to this little podcast of ours. Jeff, who do you want to shout out? I want to shout out DJ Mensa. Who guessed that Chencia was gonna be on the podcast today? Shout out DJ to DJ Mensa. It's almost like he has Mencia. What is that? That's when he's DJ Mensa, and see ya, <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Carlos, yeah. Mencia, DJ Mensa. I have a I have a bulletin board. This is it's like your the first styling in. Yeah, I have a bunch of strings and yeah. pictures. DJ mm-hmm. Mensa, Chencia. Put them together you can to see it. Jeff, I want to shout out our friends, Remo and June, the two biggest influencers in the shoe game, Woo. the two biggest pipe beasts you were ever going to find, Woo. the two biggest bosses that you've seen thus far. Mm. Well, let me, let me, let me, uh, I do want to be honest with our listeners Yes, there's one person who's even bigger than both of them combined. I'm talking about. Jonathan Davila. <laughs> Jonathan Davila from Tuckold, Oklahoma. As always, Jeff, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week. Rats the clock of